0: All right, welcome to the show. hope you are doing great. I know, first of all, I told you last week I would tell you the answer uh, to the riddle last week or last episode. I told you in this episode I'd tell you the answer, and I realized I can't do that because as I record this episode, that episode hasn't even published yet. It is going to publish tomorrow, so you will get the answer very soon, but I I need to give you a chance to hear it. And uh, email me your responses or text me your responses and then acknowledge the winner. So stay tuned. It will be in the next one. I'm going to give you another riddle today. And again, as soon as I record the next episode after this is gone public, which I turn these around very fast. I got a great team of people who does all the production. They put it out there. They get it. All I do is record it, send it to them. So literally, we're not talking a long time. We're talking like a day. So... Be patient. It's coming. But I got another riddle for you today, okay? Um, and, and this one, I don't know. I, uh, I'm sensing somebody's going to get it. These are not designed to be easy riddles. These are designed to be tough ones. So I'm really interested to see uh, who, if anybody, without cheating, again, I know you can cheat and get the answers, but I'm relying on you. I'm relying on good faith efforts to do this the right way and come out with your just, you know, get the brain juices going and come out with the answer through your own uh, mental power. So here is today's uh, riddle. Um, A woman was born in 1971, yet is celebrating her 38th birthday this year. How is that possible? And this is present day, this is 2022. Again, a woman was born in 1971, yet she is celebrating her 38th birthday this year. How is that possible? Again, email me or text me. Your answer is a first person. Again, I'll throw out the same uh, rewards. First person, I will give acknowledgement to you. will become famous because I'll mention your name on the next episode. And uh, I will send you a book, uh, Tomorrow's Leader book, signed by yours truly, with a personal note in there. So uh, anybody who knows that, shoot that over to me, either email john at laritogroup.com or shoot me a text 860-573-7230. All right. Uh, with that, let's begin today's episode. Today, as in the past, I've done these uh, business blunders, and I'm going to call them business bravos. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a B word and blunders and bravos. So uh, in any event, I got a couple of them for you. And this is really not, I'm going to give, I'm going to give credit to this rest, this place, because I really like this place. So I hesitate to call it a blunder, but there's one thing is you're going to find out in a minute that they could do to easily grow their business. I'm going to say by 10%. That's my rough estimate. And, um, I'll tell you what the scoop is. So every uh, morning, Jeff and I do our workouts. We go a lifetime gym. And uh, we are driving back from the gym, and we probably are crossing this intersection. For those local to North Carolina, to uh, Holly Springs area, we go to the Lifetime Gym in Cary. We're driving back on Kildare and cross over 1010 Road. And on the intersection there, if you've been through there recently, you know what I'm talking about. There's a little Cuban um, truck. It's called Poppy's Cuban Cafe. And This place is great if you look it up, it's got like you know almost five stars, so uh, they're just dynamite. So, any event, uh, you know, little kind of parking lot, and it's just this truck that's uh Poppy's Cuban Cafe. And um, so I love I'm a big coffee nut, J, uh, J, uh, Jeff is too. Uh, we we love coffee, uh, so I Any opportunity to stop somewhere and get a Cuban coffee is phenomenal. If you haven't had it, wow, like that is absolutely some of the best of the best. So, you know, one day we're driving back from the gym. We see this and we're like, hey, you want to grab a cup of coffee, Cuban coffee? And uh, we stop there and we always drive by that intersection. By the time we're done with our workout and, and driving home, it's usually probably 730, between 730 and 745. So we pull up there, we're all excited to get our cup of coffee and we walk up to the thing and they're closed. We're like, "Why are they closed? It's 7:30." Like there's cars all over the place on the road. It's a work work week, a work week weekday uh you know people are on their way to work like why would a coffee shop why would this place that has cuban coffee be closed at 7 30 so we we kind of knock on the window there and uh the guy opens up again it's one of these food truck type of places and we're like are you guys closed or open he said no we're closed we don't open until eight we're like eight oh man he said well what were you guys looking for we said just a cup of coffee we wanted like the little Cubano, whatever. And um, and he's like, all right, no problem. I'll make it for you. So he makes it for us. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely fantastic. And uh, we enjoyed it. It was great. Well, you know, we always go by there at the same time. So it's always 730, 745. And we're always running into the same dilemma. They're closed. They don't open till 8 o'clock in the morning. And I talk about this with Jeff. We're like, why Why are they closed? So here's the thing. We've been by there probably I don't know, at least half a dozen times, maybe 10 times. And some of the times, they're super nice. I mean, some of the times, if not most of the times, they actually serve us, even though they're technically not open. Uh, you know, we just walk up and we're like, are you still, you still haven't changed the hours? You're still not open till eight. And I think we've even told them like, why ain't you, you got all these, I don't know if this was one of those things. Maybe I just didn't. Say it, and I've got to next time I'm there. But I'm like, you guys have got to open at seven o'clock. Like you got so much traffic coming through here, like literally everybody's on their way to work. This is a really busy intersection. Most of them are stopped when, when the light is red right in front of your place. So you've got such an opportunity to scoop up uh, so much business in that hour. I mean, honestly, I just think about how many people would want a a. Cuban breakfast sandwich, oh my gosh, they looked phenomenal. Uh, coffee, I mean, what a great way to start the day. Like, And you know people, and I'm one of these, that when I get a good coffee that I like, there were times where I went to Starbucks, I swear to God, I'm not lying about this, four times a day. Uh, It was ridiculous at the height of my coffee addiction. And I was a big Starbucks guy. And I would, I'm going to quickly tell another story and I'll go back to this other story. I would, this was when I was in, um, in, uh, where was I? I was running the Hartford, Connecticut office. I was asked to also run the Worcester, Massachusetts office as the interim field vice president. So I would... And it was one or two days a week I was going there. So on those days that I would go there, it was an hour or maybe an hour and a half drive. I can't remember. And so I would wake up at like, I would leave at like six in the morning, let's say. And I would stop immediately and I would get a quad latte. Now, quad, as you can deduce from that name, means four. It's a latte with four shots of espresso in it. For those of you who have not had a latte, a latte, a large latte is like two shots. I had four. So that's basically the equivalent of four cups of coffee at 6 a.m. as I'm just about to embark on my trip to work. And I drive that hour and a half. And when I got there at 7.30, I would stop at another Starbucks and I would get another quad latte. So I'd walk into the office for these advisors that had, I was their interim field vice president, and I'd be there one or two days a week. I was jacked up on caffeine. I mean, I was, a, I was literally like going, <laughs> going nuts. Uh, and then I'd go through my day, I'd have a couple more cups of coffee the other day, and then I'd leave at night at the end of the day, and I would stop at another Starbucks, and I would have, uh, I would order the same exact thing. I'd order four, a quad latte, four more shots. And then there were times in between that during the day I'd stop at another Starbucks. I mean, it was nuts. I mean, can you imagine that? I remember asking the Starbucks people. I'm like, what's the most amount of, you know, I've got four shots in my latte. What's the most amount you've had somebody order? They said 12. I'm like, 12? As in 12 espresso shots and one cup of coffee? They said, yeah. They said actually legally or whatever, Starbucks law, that's the most we can put in it. I'm like, like, what's the, what makes it twelve? Why not fifteen? Why not ten? What, what? And they're like, I don't know. Somebody just said that's the most we can do. I don't know if that's unhealthy at that point. I would think 10's unhealthy. Now I did twelve in the course of a day. That's a lot. Um, okay, so, but I just was amazed by that. One drink with twelve cups of coffee. Basically, you're you're having twelve cups of coffee in one cup. That's what it is. I mean, that's unbelievable. But hey. Who am I to judge? I drink a lot of co- I don't drink as much coffee now as I did. But anyways, okay, let me get back to Poppy's Cuban Cafe. So Poppy's has this great, I mean, they've got a recipe for success, no pun intended. They've got great food, a great menu, great people, really good guys, great location, like no overhead because they've got this um, truck. And they're literally right. This location is this big parking lot, easy place for people to get off, perfect spot. Yet the one thing they're not doing is they're not opening early enough. If they changed and opened at 7 a.m., I truly feel like they would earn 10% more revenue easily. And they'd get more customers. So it's probably more like 15 to 20%. They'd get repeat business because once people get hooked on their coffee, they're coming back and back and back. The other mistake is they're closed on Mondays, so they're open every other day. Now I know a lot of restaurants and businesses that are closed on sun on Mondays, but Even if you had to close on Monday, just keep it, I don't know, I'm just, this is just me thinking, but I'm like, is there a way to just get somebody there to get that morning traffic? You know, Mondays for people, that's the day they need a lot of coffee. I'm just saying. Now, these guys were there already, so it wasn't like they'd be coming in earlier. They're already there to open up at 7 a.m. Now, they were willing and able, because most of the time they did service, so to their credit, they did, but... If they were willing to serve us, why not just open the doors, put a big sign out there, open at 7 a.m.? Again, they'd have tons and tons of business. So I don't know, little thing that could make a huge difference. I'm always thinking about that for businesses. What's the small thing, the smallest thing that you can do that might add a dramatic return on investment? That extra hour a week, I'm sorry, in a day, and maybe they take it off on the other side or maybe they take an hour off from three to four, whatever. Close down. That extra hour on the front end is huge return on investment. Because all it is really it's just the extra um, you know, ingredients and food that they'd buy to to be able to cook and prepare for that hour. And it's the, the people power. It's the two owners, which are the owners that are there. So, you know, it's just yourself waking up an hour early that's really it and for the most part uh it wasn't like they had a 10 person staff or they had to hire other people it's just the two owners so i'm just thinking you know it's a relatively small investment for a huge return on investment anyways if you're local check out poppy's cubing cafe they are not sponsoring this show this is just my you know two cents really cool place uh maybe i'll try and get them as a sponsor who knows Uh, but this is not a sponsored show this is just my true belief that's it great place to check out um, little business lesson in there. Uh, here's the second thing, though. I, I think about businesses that are doing it right. Here's another, here's an example of a business really doing it right. Uh, I'm a huge golfer. I love golf. Um, I know many of many of my listeners love golf. Um, and you know the deal. You go to different courses, there's a certain kind of vibe at some. Um, some are more casual, some are more higher end, uh, some have. No rules or very little rules. Some have a lot of rules. I remember a friend of mine invited me to a uh, golf, uh, to a, his country club. And he was what's called a social member, or I don't know, it was a social member, an executive member, not a social member, executive member, which means his membership was less money. Than a full membership. And for that, he had less privileges, so to speak. Uh, so he was a lower end me- me- member at a very, very, very high end club. He had been on a waiting list for like five, six, seven years to get into this club. He paid a lot of money up front to get a and, and his membership annually was thousands of dollars a year. I mean, well over $10,000 a year. I think if I remember, it was like 15 grand, maybe even 20. It, it was Huge amount of money. And I remember he inviting me and two other people. And and with that, he listed out a uh, list of rules. Literally, we got a list of rules that we had to follow, including... Um, Including that, you could not, I, I mean, your hat had to be pointed forward. You had to have a collared shirt, which that's a common rule on a golf club. Had to be tucked in. Uh, you could not change your golf shoes. You couldn't put your your spikes on um, in the parking lot. Like, you couldn't put your shoes on in the parking lot. Like, what? Like, why? Who cares about that? I mean, I always do that. Like, I get out of my car, I take my my flip flops or whatever sneakers off and I put my spikes on why would you not be able to do it in the parking lot uh so I show up at his place and I pick him up and I I'm wearing flip-flops and he he's looking at me paranoid he's like what how come you're wear, how come you're wearing flip-flops you're gonna you know you can't change in the parking lot I'm like why I'm just gonna change in the parking lot I'm just gonna that's fine yeah he's like you can't and I'm like I know I know you send me the rules I get it blah 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 I'm just messing with you but I got to say, it was the most stressful round of golf I've ever played in my life. I got to tell you honestly, from the time, the pressure to stay on time, on point and pace, um, the pressure to follow all these weird rules. I, I can't remember, this was many years ago and I can't remember exactly all the rules, but there were some weird ones that I hadn't even seen including that can't change your spikes in the, in the parking lot. Um, and it just was not fun. It took the fun out of a great experience. Golfing is one of my favorite things to do. I was just out, by the way, for Father's Day with my son, Nick, and my dad. Now, my dad is 87, just actually tomorrow turning 88. Wow, 88 years old, and, my, my, and he still plays great. He's out there healthy as can be, knock on wood. And I'm thinking, wow, how cool is it to have three generations of, of of people on a golf course playing golf together. And I said that to, to my dad and my son. I'm like, there we are, three generations playing together. How many people have that opportunity? Either that they all have three generations that are alive and well enough to play golf, or that locally, geographically are close enough to do it, or that are available, whatever the case is. Here we were on Father's Day playing golf. Now, I'm going to contract, con- contrast the experience of that other high-end golf course with this. We went to a place, for those of you local in North Carolina, you know what I'm talking about, in Holly Springs called, or I guess it's an Apex, I think, called um, Knight's Play. Now, this is a par three golf course. And granted, you know, some people have mixed feelings on par three golf courses, including me. You know, I like to get out there and drive the ball and, and really play a real round of golf. But it is a ton of fun. And it's a great course. They keep it in really good condition. It's lighted, so you can play it like up to midnight. I think they're open until midnight. It's amazing to play at night. And they've got 27 holes, uh, so you've got you've got a lot of holes that you can play. This place gets packed. When I say packed, they've got a driving range. I don't think I've ever seen the driving range less than 90% full. I mean, And it's a huge driving range. I mean, it's a huge, uh, huge driving range. Um, and, and the course itself, I mean, you know, in North Carolina, the great thing about it, you can play golf 12 months a year and it's open 12 months a year. I've, I've never seen the course not crowded, put it that way. Now it moves fast because it's a part three course. Sometimes it's really crowded though. But what I will tell you, what they do so well is just make everything so easy, like, they they are so friendly. Sometimes you go to golf courses and they're just, you know, they get a little bit of a pompous attitude. Like, you know, they're doing you a favor by letting you in here and it's a public course and, you know, they've got, they're, they're all persnickety about their rules and the pace of play and all this kind of stuff and the starter's got an attitude and all this kind of stuff. These guys could not be nicer. I mean, genuinely, they they appreciate you coming in, even though they're crushing it. I mean, they're crushing it. I know they're crushing it with, 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 uh, with profits, they are so appreciative and it shows, I mean, the way they treat you, the way they talk to you, the way they make it as easy as possible for you to golf there. If you don't, you know, my dad was calling me the day before and he said, you know, I think was our golf game, uh, tee time Saturday. And I I said, no, it was on father's day. It was on Sunday at four o'clock he said oh i thought it was saturday we were talking about and then sunday rolls around and i'm like oh geez what if i did accident maybe i said on the phone saturday and what went through my mind is you know what if i screwed up and we showed up they would have been fine they would have worked us in somehow i guarantee they would have been like hey guys no worries about it we'll get you in that's the type of place it is so they just make it so easy when you if you decide you pay for 18 you decide you, you don't want to pay, pay 18 you go in it's not an issue. They're like, I oh, no problem. You just say, hey, I only played nine. There's no like looking at the watch to try and verify the time, and you know, they don't. Listen, great, hey, they open the cash register. You're not even done with the sentence. They open up the cash register and give you money for the back nine uh, that you didn't play, or give you a, a coupon to play the next one. They are incredibly nice and just make it such a good experience so knights play golf if you haven't gotten a chance if you're local play it it's a lot of fun if you're in town let me know i'll play i'll, I'll go out there with you it's a lot of fun uh so any anyway, event just little things i think about as a business owner as a leader how easy is it for people to do business with your company how easy what kind of experience is it forget how great your product or service is that course could have been in ma- magnificent shape Um, but if they were jerks and made the experience not fun or you had it I mean and there's tons of golf courses out there like that it's just listen you got a choice people have a choice on where they play and what they do and who they give business to you got so much competition out there these little things make a big difference Poppy's Cuban Cafe great place not a lot of Cuban places around here you know People have a choice at seven thirty in the morning. Are they going to go to Dunkin' Donuts and get coffee, or are they going to go to your place? They'd much rather go to your place, but you got to be open. You got to let people know you're open, and then you know run some specials or whatever you want to do. But there's tons of business to get out there. These small things make all the difference in the world. So my point today with this blunder and Bravo, uh, just think through what. And, and sometimes you got to ask other people. Sometimes you got to ask your customers. What are we doing that you love? I always think about this. There's three questions I'd love to ask. What am I doing that you want, or what are we doing, that you want us to do more of? Continue doing or doing more of? Second question, what are we doing that you need us to stop or change? Okay. Here's the third question, what are we not doing that you want us to start doing? Okay, so what are we doing that you want us to continue to do or do more of? Second question, what are we doing that you need us to stop or do less of? or change, Uh, and third question, really good one, what are we not doing that we should be doing? Okay, ask your people in the organization that question, ask yourself that question, ask your customers that question. You will get unbelievable answers. Okay, great, great uh, questions. Maybe I'll change the title of this to three questions you need to ask uh, rather than, well, whatever. I'm just thinking out loud because sometimes I do that. Uh, any event, I hope this was helpful for everybody. Uh, as always, I greatly appreciate you listening. Like this, share this, get some other people involved. This, this This podcast is growing like wildfire. I love it. And I appreciate all the help that you're doing to make that happen, including going down below, give five stars because that does make a difference. You know it. I know it. All right. Great. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoy your day. Stay healthy, stay happy, and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader. For suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching, reach me at john at Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.